The Static Starters Network presents CJ Santiago. Holy fuck, we're gonna party. <laughs> I got really, really drunk. Really drunk. Like, not angry drunk, I was happy drunk. I got paid, bitch. I'm rich. Ian Cardenas. If I'm gonna die by the flu, which is a shit way to die, I'm just gonna die. Yep. Yeah, and government's shit, right? Like, we all think that the government sucks. Two longtime friends with two different ways of thinking. We're married, right? Like, we haven't said that, but we're, I mean, you kind of. Not, not with each other. Yeah, not to each other, no. This is the Kind of Professional Podcast. Hey there, buddy. What's going on, man? How's it going? Pretty good. I, I, I'm definitely on board with the whole uh, music thing, man. That's It gets me hyped up. It gets me ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, does uh, make you feel feel like uh, talking, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, actually. It's uh, definitely gets me on the right gear, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, for sure. So, But yeah, that's why I like it. Anyways... Uh, so what's good, man? Uh, you know, living the dream. Yeah, that's what's up. How about, how about yourself? Man, I'm just gonna show you, or if you can hear it, like. I don't know if you heard that or not. I did not hear that, actually. Oh, well, basically, I just found out that there's a... I was driving by Target the other day, and uh, I realized there was a stand. I'm like, oh, what's this stand about? Turns out it's Girl Scout cookies. The season for Girl Scout cookies is over, but this lady was, like, so overstocked with cookies, she mm-hmm. decided to keep on selling them. And uh, I guess the deal was, like, six boxes of cookies for $20. Damn. And uh, I bought six cookies for $20. <laughs> God damn, that's a lot. That's a pretty good racket, actually. Like, I never thought about that. Maybe if you, you know, you're thinking long term, like, hey, I can buy this many in bulk from the Girl Scouts. And sure, I'm guessing that I don't I don't understand why Girl Scouts sell Girl Scout cookies. I'm guessing it's to raise money for shit like trips and stuff. Mm, maybe. But uh, it would make sense to like, hey, I'm getting all of these cookies on the cheap. Why not just sell them? In the later months to like you know make up some money well see that's the thing like well as of right now i'm still eating on some i got one cookie mm. left and i'm enjoying it it's the uh lemonades uh it's like not not familiar just, it's like a regular cookie on top with like a lotus or a flower head on on the top on the bottom of it you have like a lemon flavored cream hmm interesting it's, um, it's delicious man i'm saving on my samoas which one there's a few things i noticed about that place man so, first one, they don't call them Momoas anymore. They call them Caramel Delights. And I'm like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I heard about that. I I, I want to say that the, the term was offensive or something like that. I think I remember hearing. How was that offensive? I, I don't know. I mean, if anything, Well, because you're, Samoas, you're talking about the... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the Samoas would be speaking about the... Is that in reference to an actual like tribe? Um, I mean, they're saying like Samoans. Maybe mm, I don't know. Maybe. Sorry, I'm also like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I didn't know what was that. What I was gonna say I'm, there. I'm wa- no, I'm washing it down now. Like I'm trying Got to get. It. 
I'm just washing it down with some, uh, I wish I had milk, man. I'm on this stupid little diet, whereas I can't have regular milk. I gotta have different what? milk. So it's, I'm actually just really anti-almond, coconut, whatever, soy milk, any type of milk, whatever. So I'm just drinking uh, water with my cookies. Yeah, I'm the same way. What? Wait, what? You're drinking water with your cookies? <laughs> it's it's horrible, I know. What kind of that's, animal that's are I'm, you? <laughs> that's why I am not eating my Samoas yet. Because those ones, I'm going to drink those with milk at my job. Because you know what? My job has like this whole like cold container of like just milk that they refill every single day. I'm going to take some of those cookies at work and eat it there so I can enjoy it like a regular human being. Wait, what? I mean, are you... Are you cool to talk about what? Why are you on? What diet are you on? Well, it's not really a diet. It's just that. Uh, I, okay. I love Erica. I love my wife. Let's get it straight. But she's concerned about my health, and I'm not. And that's yeah. basically what it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> um, she likes to think I am lactose intolerant, which I call BS because that's not true. It's. I don't know. It's. Hmm. Oh, you shit yourself every time you no. drink some milk or what? No, that's the thing. It, no. It, and it's actually the opposite, whereas I stay constipated. But that has, that has, I mean, if I drink milk every now and then rather than drinking it all the time like I used to, then that's one thing, you know? But she's trying to cut me off completely. Right, right. And uh, I'm against it. And it's like, you know, I take cookies and I take things from the house that requires milk. And I take, I know, I eat it at the at my job because my job again has like this whole container of milk, and I'm just like, you know what, screw it. And like hell, even a bowl of cereal at my job is fifty cents. So I take fifty cents with me every single day just so I can get a little snack in. You know what I'm saying? Mm, got and you. I, okay. I, I bet you once she listens to this podcast, she's gonna be realizing what I'm doing, and she's not gonna be happy with. It. But eh, whatever. That's all I'm saying if she does listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah, my wife's not fully on board with listening to the podcast, so. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could get away with saying some stuff, but then I feel like one day she's probably going to just skim through one day. Yep, exactly. That's why I try to just keep it on the down low. I don't want to say she's not supportive, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, man, like, why don't you, uh, don't you give your boy a listen every once in a while? Exactly. And see, that's the thing. Like, her excuse or my wife's excuse is like, I hear you every single day. Why do I got to <laughs> listen to you now? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a wife thing to say. <laughs> it is a wife thing to say, dude. It's also like a burn at the same time. Yeah, it kind of is. It's like, God damn, really? Well, well, why don't you just give me some views, man? Just press play and just mute it or something. You know, just let it play. So she's trying that, but I don't know. That's that's interesting, though, man. Like, uh, I don't really necessarily take you as the uh, unhealthy type. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I, I choose the bad things. It's just that, so for example... A while back ago, back in uh, Hawaii, we took, I took a cholesterol test. It was over four, 420. It was a uh, mm-hmm. 400 and something. Mm-hmm. And apparently in the medical field, if it's over 400, that's like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For bad cholesterol at least. And then uh, mm-hmm. I went on this little diet, took a hemp oil, um, hemp seed oil, be correct. Mm-hmm. Hemp seed oil, not CBD, hemp seed oil. Um, it has omega-6, omega-3, and I think it's omega-9 or whatever. Anyways, I put that on a salad. I took a little salad thing with the oil for about a month, and uh, it went down to 380 last time I checked, which is good, but 
I kind of stopped it, and then I went back to my diet again and started eating crap. And um, she's worried it's happening the same over here. Like, we're in Texas now. She's thinking that, oh, you still need to watch it. Like, last time it was 380. What if it goes back up to 420 again? I'm like, oh, well, I mean, at least my job has life insurance, and you're covered for (laughs) (laughs) $30,000. And she's like, that's that's not going to give me shit. It won't, but I think the same (laughs) way all the time. I know, dude. It's like, um, I mean, yeah. thirty bucks, thirty thirty grand is enough to like, you know, burn me, and then she can just do whatever with the rest. I mean, that's enough to pay off her bills and my bills. So, yeah. Okay, you want to be cremated? Maybe. I mean, uh, I definitely don't want to be a corpse full of like chemicals and shit. Cause like I saw like this one YouTube video where like they inject like the dead bodies to like preserve you for your mm-hmm, more, uh, mm-hmm. what you called the wake. Yeah, yeah, embalming fluid. Yeah, exactly. And um, also, they're also putting you in a concrete, like, casket within your casket. Or, like, a casket within a casket. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, um, I got you. I'm kind of against that. Like, I'm used, I kind of like the idea is, like, okay, when your body decomposes, like, the old, people in the old school days, they just dropped you in there, and then you just eventually went back to the earth, you know? That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty cool. So I'm a bit old school when it comes to that, but if if we're gonna be in a casket within a casket, and then we're also gonna have all these like chemicals inside us when we're dead, then what the hell is the earth gonna eat? You know? Yeah, good point. And, There's uh, a lot of cool things you can do nowadays, though. I that I it might this might sound a little morbid, but like uh, I watched a video with things they can do to your body after you're dead, mm-hmm. and there's like a whole like mess of things they can do with it, like. You can get your ashes pressed into a vinyl, which I think is really cool. No shit. Yeah. Um, they can... Um, oh, they can uh, put your ashes into this, like... They put it into, like, a plant pod, and you can plant yourself, basically. Yeah, I heard about that one. That's what uh, Erica wants to do. She wants to turn into uh, a tree. Okay, cool, cool. And I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, like a... Be like a nice uh, sequoia tree or something. Something, yeah. Something to give shade. Something to mighty to redwood. Yeah. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of the same way too. And the other thing, which I know it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but like once I'm dead, I want to make sure that I am completely dead. Like I ain't trying to get trapped in, in a box in any way. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I hate that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, no way, man. But, um, yeah, I think I might go the cremated route. Or, like like I said, just bury me in a freaking hole without any concrete or any chemicals inside me, man. Just let the earth eat me up within time. Yeah, that's kind of a risky move, though, I feel like. How so? Well, like, because, like, that's not really allowed in the U.S., I don't think. Like, I think there's rules against that. Really? Yeah. I think I don't think you can just get thrown into a hole and like that's it. Mm. Well, I don't know. I mean Especially uh, if you go through like a hospital and all this stuff. I could see maybe if you own your own land and like maybe they bury you that way, but mm-hmm. uh Oh yeah, definitely. Like if I had I land of my own, I think I would do that. Yeah, but like I think if you go through like a hospital and stuff like that, I don't think it's possible to do do that. Hmm. 
I don't know. We'll see. I just like, remember uh, like, like, yo, let me let me get that boy's body real quick. I'm gonna go bury him in our backyard. Oh next, yeah, next that's... to the dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, I buried my dog in our backyard once back in Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I we had we did the same thing too. Yeah, but I just remember like once uh, we buried we buried my dog there. Like weeks later, man, that had that had like a bunch of um, grass and like weeds and stuff growing out of nowhere and we're just like well how did this happen but i think that's a good example of like what happens if someone does die you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's giving back yeah, yeah. and i'd rather do that because it's bad enough that i'm not a i'm not a that crazy of an eco-friendly person like yeah i drive a car with gas it's like do i feel guilty about it not so much but <laughs> i know what i'm doing to the world right, right and um same with plastic bottles i try to throw them in the recycling but in some places they don't recycle like i think i think i was living in la at the time and i think it was downey or paramount but they didn't recycle and so if you want to recycle you have to actually go to a somewhere you know yeah like so a some facility. People, exactly and some people would just throw their trash in the same thing and i'm like okay that's kind of shitty so the least i can do is just give my body back to the earth you know I don't like I like I think that's how I treat life and I I think nowadays it's considered really shitty to do certain things but like is it okay for me to say that I don't care like I just gen- generally don't care like I don't care to like I have no uh passions or like thoughts about becoming vegan I don't I don't like I of course I recycle because here in Arizona they give you a recycling bin and they give you a trash bin, mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of like it's easier. I mean that and because it'll help you save like storage, like you're not throwing all the trash into one thing. Yeah. Um, so I do it, but like I really don't care per se. Um, but I think you're considered like a bad person if you don't care about that stuff nowadays. Yeah, that's just like the. You know, that's actually a nice segue, though, into the first topic, which is the Dave Chappelle shit with, uh, you know, the whole gay word. Because <laughs> yeah. that, no, that's, that's the same thing. Like, you know, if people see you not recycling, like, oh, you're just an asshole. Or like, same thing, like, if you're saying, you know, oh, yeah, that's gay. Or Dave Chappelle basically did. Um, right, right. Yeah, I sent you so the clip. The political correctness or something, you know, it's just like we right. live in that type of society where... If you're not doing something that's, you know, it's going to be frowned upon, basically. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and there's yeah. no way of escaping it because you're always going to see that one guy who's going to be like, wow, you're such a douche for not recycling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, uh, I don't know shit about PETA's, but, you know, yeah, it's like kind of meeting one of those people. Or like a woman activist or... You know, I mean, you're always gonna piss someone off. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah, escape there's from somebody it. You mad. can't make anyone happy. It's, dude. I, I don't like to talk about the same topics over and over and over and over again. But like, I every week we talk about somebody being mad about something, or, <laughs> and it comes back to them being mad because they have access to other people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if you don't care because people are just gonna let you know how they feel, regardless of. Like yeah. anything because they can literally you can reach out and touch anyone and say anything and yeah that's true you get but, reactions 
But how did they react with Dave Chappelle thing? So I sent you a clip. Um, uh, insert clip here. Caesar for the first time. You heard him sing a little bit. Yeah, very gay. <laughs> huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that, did I say that out loud? Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. Hello. Daniel Caesar is a musician from Toronto that I just met tonight. Uh, black. I, did, I got jealous. I didn't know John had other black friends. <laughs> well, I'm teasing Johnny. You have a ton of black friends. But, but uh, he's amazing. And he's a musical guest tonight. Well, yeah. You want to set up and we'll, uh, we'll, do, this, we'll do the tune? You're not feeling it? Not yet. No. Daniel, not yet. What the fuck was that? What I said? Yeah. Yeah. Did I offend you? Yeah. Daniel's from Toronto, and he literally. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. He's literally. No, 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 hold on. No, no. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm drunk. Are both, I'm are drunk both too. parties drunk? No, we're all drunk. Okay. We're both. That's everyone that's is drunk. drunk. I'm the only sober person. Oh in the my room, god! If I fist fight on your show, I'll be <laughs> furious. Basically, uh, Dave Chappelle was on. Uh, an IG live show, an Instagram live show called Current Mood. That's uh, John Mayer's Instagram live show. And so I actually thought it was pretty clever. So he's using Instagram live and he's doing it almost like a real TV show, but he's shooting everything on his phone. So uh, he like interviews guests and he has like musical guests and it's all on IG live. It's not like a whole like production or at least I don't think it is. Right. Um, Everywhere I saw it was, IG live, but, uh, it's called current mood. He had Dave Chappelle on there. Um, him and Dave Chappelle are actually like really good friends, supposedly. Um, he said they've been friends for like maybe like 10 years, 10 or 15 years. Um, they've just kind of like, uh, Dave asked him to be on a show and John Mayer was on there and they kept kind of seeing each other in places. And now they, I guess they do shows together. Like, John will sing, and, like, I don't know if Dave, like, opens up for him and does comedy. Um, Anyways, long story short, he was on the show. He was very drunk. Uh, You can, like, visibly tell he's drunk. Um, And so uh, John Mayer had Daniel Caesar on the show. He's R&B slash. Like, nowadays, rappers are not just rappers. So R&B and rap, and, like, they kind of infuse everything together. Right. Uh, But he's he's actually a really talented guy. Dave was on the show and he's like, uh, John Mayer asked him, he's like, oh, so you met Daniel Caesar, what do you think? And he just splurts out, he's like, oh yeah, Daniel Caesar, very gay. And <laughs> and he kind of like laughs at himself and he's like, no, but to be honest, and he kind of like actually goes into um, complimenting him. He's like, no, he's like, but to be honest with you, Daniel Caesar's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. And I and like, I think John got kind of nervous mm-hmm. and... um. And so he kind of like segued away from that. And I was like, okay, well, Daniel, if you want to set up like blah, blah, blah. And you kind of hear in the background that Daniel Caesar is like, no, like what the fuck was that? And (laughs) Dave is just like, wait, what? Like, did I offend you by what I said? And you don't really hear very well, like on Daniel's part, but he's like, like, he's like basically like, like, why did you, why would you say that? Blah, blah, blah. And right away, uh, I don't think that Dave Chappelle backtracks, but he's like, I don't understand why you're getting so angry. I'm a comedian. I don't understand why you're getting so angry. Right. And so, and it kind of goes from there. John, I think, is on the side of Daniel. He's kind of like, he's like, no, I think you like, accidentally said that. And Dave is like, no, like, I'm a comedian. I was making a joke, blah, blah, blah. And then 
it just kind of like de-escalates from there. Like it's very like very tame video. Um, it, it, at one point, Daniel's like, you know what? He's like, I'm drunk uh, and I'm being sensitive. And Dave says the same thing. He's like, I'm drunk as well. Um, and he's like, I just, you know, you shouldn't be offended, blah, blah, blah. I think you're wonderful. And kind of like it, it, it diffuses from there. Um, but then there was a few, few, um, everybody ran with it. I mean, it was a story on different radio shows and podcasts and, um, even like small, like YouTube news channels, basically saying, um, calling for apologies from him. Oh my um, God. And then also a lot of news organizations were questioning, like how far should comedians be able to go, uh, with certain uh, with certain jokes or with what they consider to be jokes. And that's one something I wanted to ask you too, because I feel like to me, I don't take life very seriously. I, my philosophy in life is to not like, f- like mess with other people's views and like, don't get in their way. And then my, you know, my, my own business as I do. Um, and when I feel like it's a joke or when I feel you shouldn't be like taking something so seriously, don't take it seriously. And so, but yeah, people were asking for him to apologize. Uh, There's a lot of angry people and upset people. So um, nobody escapes the internet. Man, you know, just like you said earlier, like I'm the kind of person who just doesn't give a fuck when it comes to things like this. Because you know what? He is a comedian. Why take it seriously? That's, That's my first thing. And on the other hand, it's kind of like bad to just call people out like that nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, like growing growing up back, you know, when we grew up, everyone used to say, oh, man, that's gay. That's that's effing gay, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember this was the same time we were like moving into that transition where it's not OK to say, hey, you're gay or that's gay. Um, and I remember this commercial, right? Um, it was two girls in a counter. They're just gossiping like most cast registers do people in the cast register. And they were saying, that's so gay, that's so gay. And they're all like California girls kind of shit. And then you see this one shop lady shopping and she's like, oh yeah, that's so uh, Mary and Anne or something like that. And she's like explaining like, what does that mean? It's like, oh, you know, something's really lame and stupid, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and if you look at the name tags, that's their names. So instead of saying that's gay, she was calling them out. Oh, that's you and you. Got it's, it. Uh-huh. And, um, that was kind of the message of it's not okay to say that's gay anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. I just can't remember. I think, I don't know if it was MTV or somewhere, but I just know it was on cable. I just can't remember. Yeah. I think, I think I remember saying that as well. Yeah. It was way back then. And then now every day is nowadays you can't say that shit. So I could see how that guy can be offended. And like, you know, again, he even mentioned that he's being sensitive and Dave Chappelle is like, yes, that's exactly what you are. And, but to be fair, both of them were drunk. When you're yeah, drunk, don't take yeah. it serious. I think, like, I think normal people, obviously, when you drink, you're, you sort of, like, let your guard down a little bit. And, like, you kind of, like, let some, you're, you take things very lightly. And, like, so you might have to say something that probably is going to make somebody angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm betting that it just kind of doubles and amplifies for a comedian. Like, they're already, they already have no filter and then so they're just liable to say something kind of crazy. And Dave Chappelle is like, he, he, I would say and consider that he's very old school in, in like his comedy, right? Like 
he grew up with like, you know, when Eddie Murphy was doing stand up or, you know, with um, uh, like Rich Pryor and, and so on and so forth. Some of the bigger names, old school names. And I think he's kind of that last like line of, of comedians that are just kind of they just like say what they want to say and do what they want to do. And because, you know, for comedians, more and more, I sort of listen to some of these comedians, their reasoning behind the way the reason they do comedy is to lighten the mood and to um you know take take pain away from like serious situations Mm -hmm. and so now that we have all these things going on with censorship and people getting offended and stuff more comedians are attacking that point of view um yeah and so I, i just wanted to hear what you had to say because i thought i thought it was very like it's a very like light video clip like the one i sent you was four minutes long mm hmm one minute of, of it is like literally the altercation happening. And then the rest is like Dave explaining, like, look, I wasn't trying to like offend you. Yeah. Uh, but you but are also, being sensitive. But he also seemed kind of pissed off knowing that he had to apologize. He's like, really? You're taking me seriously. Like, come on, man. It's just a joke. Get over it. Yeah. Like, you can kind yeah. of see that in his face and his tone of voice when he's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, he doesn't mean it's, he feels like, he feels like, I don't know, um, on edge, just apologizing for something that wasn't really meant to be serious. Right, right, yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, that's just Dave Chappelle for you, man. Like, it is it is what it is. But he, he didn't mean it like that in a bad way. And on the other hand, though, this guy, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Daniel Caesar, but mm-hmm. he seems like a young guy. Yeah. And... Yeah that's kind of a response a young person would do rather someone growing up around the same age as like Dave Chappelle or maybe John Mayer. John Mayer is up there too. He's like, he's over 40. Some people just, I don't know. They just can't handle it. Like, you know, for I example, I like you and me. I don't, well, Go I don't ahead. know. I don't know if I totally agree in that sense, because like for me, I grew up in, in the reality I grew up in is like, I would say it's violence first. Like if somebody, yeah, if somebody were to call me gay, like in public, I might, I might have the same response. Like, I don't, I don't believe Dave Chappelle would ever call, I don't know, name somebody tough, like X, Y, Z person tough, like gay. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he would call, I, I don't know, like who's a rapper, you know, or who's like somebody you would never mess with. Like, oh Suge Knight. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think he would just go up to Suge Knight and say you're gay. Like that's yeah. I don't think Suge Knight would take that very well. And I don't think that and, and I wouldn't either. So I mm. do see Daniel Daniel's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think I would be I don't think I would be offended because of the just like the implication that's saying like you're gay, but like I would it's I think it's more of a pride issue than anything else. I can agree to that because like, but when I mentioned about him being maybe younger, because like imagine if me and you were younger, you know, living in Arizona and, you know, I've dealt with some racism and that stuff pissed me off when I was young. It really did. But now that I'm older, it, to me, it's just words and it doesn't affect me as much is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get at. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, yeah. you know, maybe this kid, maybe he is in his early 20s or maybe he is like, you know, inside this bubble. He's not familiar on how other people in the world act. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't put in that type of scenario until Dave Chappelle opened his mouth. Um, And that's how I felt, you know. Growing up, I felt I was, you know, I didn't like that. 
at all. And then now that I'm older, it's like, you know, what can you do? People are going to be people. You just got to walk the other way or just laugh about it. Like that, that's that's a funny story part. So today's St. Patrick's day, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, a while back ago in Arizona, there was a St. Patty's party and we went to go see Floggy Molly. I'm pretty sure you know the band. It's a punk rock band from Ireland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was with this girl. I barely knew her. We were just in college, but, um, I took her out to go see the band. We saw some other people there. Majority was all white. They all got drunk. I got drunk. Uh, I sobered up and I was able to drive, um, my friend back to her place so she can pick up the car. And she kind of said something when she was drunk. She's like, you know. You know how Will Smith is good looking for a black guy? Well, you're good looking for a Mexican. <laughs> and I just started laughing, dude. I wasn't really pissed off anymore. Uh-huh. I was just cracking up because there's no way in hell that anyone is ever going to relate to Will Smith compared to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I yeah. took a compliment. Uh-huh, right, yeah. But um, if that was me like in high school or maybe a little younger, I'd be like, well, the hell with you then, you so-and-so. Right, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just nice to know that in the video they all just got together and started like hugging and shit. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it it escalated pretty quickly, and it was over before that. I think the other like outlets and news organizations made it a bigger deal than it needed to be. But um, well, let's yeah. be real. Like they also want views. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, that's another reason why they probably did that shit. It's like you know. It's nice to just let the people be aware and let them decide for themselves, but if you're going to keep selling it, then that's one thing. Like Right, right. Yeah, yeah it is. It is what it is. For sure. But uh, I, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of funny at first because if you listen carefully in the first, like, 10 seconds, everyone else is laughing in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, they're, yeah. all, they're all liking it like it's just a, you know, a big joke. Well, that might, be, that might have been his other thing too, right? That He might have reacted that way because... He's standing there and like he's like, yo, Dave Chappelle just called me gay and everybody else is laughing. Like, how are you supposed to feel at that point? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like it's you get mad when someone makes a, a joke off your benefit and everyone, you know, there is laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I mean, yeah. So I, I think the more I think about it, I think he was. um, I don't know, man. I don't know how I would handle that. I think I would laugh because it is Dave Chappelle, but like, if it was just any old person, I don't know if I would be so restrained. Yeah, it. I, I think the person does matter in this case because mm-hmm. it's Dave Chappelle. That's what comes to thought with some with most people. It's Dave Chappelle. Do you it's think? Okay. Do you do you think that a comedian should be able to like express themselves how they want, like even if it, it does make a person upset or even if it's a race thing like do you think that those people are free of like are we talking like a whole bit like a whole group of people or just one specific person um i would well see that this is where i'm going with it too so um there's a a radio show in arizona you might have remembered or not i don't know but homeburg's morning sickness right okay yeah um He's been doing a show forever here in Arizona, and he's like one of the last um, radio guys that does like he does voices and bits and stuff like that. And it's a rock station, but it's like a morning wacky type show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has like pretty good ratings. Like he's always like number one um, in his like time slot and things like that. 
Um, and he like for a radio show on the like on the radio, he gets pretty like pretty like he gets kind of like on the edge and bordering of like what you think my a radio show could probably get away with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to the show one day, and he had Gilbert Godfrey on the show. Oh shit! And, like you know that like that loud he yeah. has that loud voice like yeah I know exactly um, what you're talking about. And I didn't know this, but like. I guess Gilbert Godfrey does stand up. I actually did not know that. Yeah, he um, did it. And so, well, he's still doing it. Like he's currently still working like crowds and stuff. But uh, uh, I guess like a, bu- a handful of times, like he made a joke when, uh, like, right after nine eleven, he had to perform, and like I don't know the joke, but he made a joke about like the towers falling, and for some people, like obviously very sensitive time um he, i think in his mind he did it as like a way to um kind of take some of that pain away you know what i mean like he did it so the the attention and the focus was no longer on the situation at hand mm-hmm. and more based on him um and some and and he said that he's like there were some people who genuinely laughed and and enjoyed the show he said, but a majority, like 90% of the people did not appreciate that. Um, and he, and his philosophy is really just to go out there and be a comedian, like literally just go to try to make people laugh. And he, he I think has a really good understanding of like, it's not going to always work. I might not always get a crowd or might not always get that laugh I want, but my job is to go out there and make light of bad situations. Yeah. Uh, there is that thing where it's like, you know, too soon, like, you have to wait a wait a little bit in order to yeah well that's no. the other thing that's the that's the argument by a lot of comedians is mm-hmm. that there is no too soon like there's no too soon for anyone like it might hurt your feelings but for them their job is literally to go make light of your pain well here's the thing like for something that's like you know your pain yeah but if it's something that's like a country-wide thing that's different because i mean we're talking about 9-11 not like someone breaking up with their ex and or whatever or mm-hmm. whereas like um or for example like this weekend everyone's talking about it is the whole like two mosque shootings in new zealand mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah imagine like a comedian going to new zealand right now trying to throw a joke right now that mm-hmm. that would not slide and um, i guarantee i guarantee you within the month we'll hear one i guarantee it in a month hmm Within within like the like a calendar month, so like by April seventeenth, I guarantee that we'll hear one. Yeah. But then again, um, we think about it like when is the bar? Like when's the bar for too soon? Because some people might say like within the year, it's just too soon. But yeah. for other people, it might be like okay, well, three months passed, I don't see it being too soon. So that's the other thing, right? It's time and subject matter and all this other stuff i'm not saying i necessarily agree i'm not i'm just playing like devil's advocate for like what is too far for a comedian what is too far for someone like um a lot of a lot of comedians i think kind of agree like you or i as a regular person shouldn't go out there and try to do that or attempt to do something like that or make light of certain situations uh but should they should they be censored from doing their number one goal and job is to go out there and try to make you laugh Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it just also depends on the, the personality and the people they're trying to um, attract. Like, you know, 
when I was out here in Texas, my boss, she gave me a ride to, um, to drop me off. So I was thankful for that. But we started listening to like a, this country radio station, you know, and uh, I could tell this is mainly attracting white people. And there is a joke in there. He was just basically giving a description. And um, I could tell this guy's just a comedian because everyone laughs at him. Everyone knows he's just a comedian in Texas. So I'm listening to it. One of his coworkers is giving a description of something. And uh, one of those words were poor. Uh, and I think the other one was somewhere around the lines of being lazy like or lack of something and poor. And he, so his response was, what, black? And, um, you know, my boss, she laughed. And um, I'm not going to lie, I chuckled a little bit because, mm-hmm, you know, he's a comedian. But at the same time, he may also know that not everyone who happens to be this, you know, different ethnicity is listening to that. Because I'm pretty sure he's talking about Mexicans, too. Or even back in Arizona, there was that one dude who's like a Mexican word of the day. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it's like, you know, some people could get offended. Some people can't. It's. If you're under the radar with most people, some people can get away with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, for example, like, I'm not ever going to listen to that radio station. So I'm pretty sure he's saying shit right now that may offend some people. Right. And, um, yeah, as long as they're under the radar and they don't get that much attention, then it is what it is. But for this example with Dave Chappelle, he was on Instagram and everyone is on that shit. Right. right. Especially with John Mayer. John Mayer attracts a lot of you know, good amount of people. Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. does too. And I'm pretty sure Daniel Caesar as well. And that was, you're not flying under the radar at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas radio and a certain radio station that tells you what type of music or stuff it is, you know, but, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I also remember like how George Lopez lost his shit in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <clears throat> There's a, there's a, there's a, I think there is a, a breaking point for some things. Um, like Dave Chappelle, he didn't go as far as like, you know, George Lopez though. Cause George Lopez, he was really trying to attack that one person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I remember, um, they were trying to get on stage, I think, trying to fight him and it just went way downhill. Whereas Dave Chappelle, nah, they, they squashed that shit right there and then. And mm-hmm. I give him more respect for that. Right. For um, sure. But overall, I say my number one comedian right now would have to be Gabriel Iglesias or Fluffy. Yeah, I went to I went to his show actually. Oh shit! I was oh yeah, I did too, man. Yeah, I, it was good, man. I actually liked it a lot. I would like the openers were okay. Um, because I will say like I I did go to um I went to George Lopez like man this was like maybe six years ago now it was a while back but like mm-hmm. a long time ago. And I remember when I was at George Lopez, I like my jaw was hurting because I was laughing so hard. Um, <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias, I think, is maybe a, a lighter, like a little bit lighter or funny. Mm-hmm. Like I like going back to, it, I think George Lopez is a little bit harder with his comedy. Like I think he go like really goes for it. Yeah. Uh, whereas 100%. Gabriel Iglesias can be a little bit more like on the friendly family side of it. Like he still does have some jokes that are like really like adult situation and funny but man like i enjoy a good like adult joke more i think like that's something that's a little bit racy so yeah 
And that's the thing, like you're you're just attracted to that kind of thing. And it's like, you know, most people aren't going to be offended because we all know what type of people George Lopez attracts compared to Gabriel Iglesias. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So um, I remember seeing them too. Like they came to Arizona, I think. Oh, man, I remember um, the Latin Kings of Comedy actually came to Phoenix, I think Mm -hmm. back in like 07 or 08. And I saw Mm -hmm. that and it was freaking awesome. Um, Gabriel Iglesias, though, he was in um, Arizona signing autographs for his uh, new release, the Aloha um, stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I bought it, and I got my signature. I took a picture, and um, that night, if you went there to buy the the album or the DVD and get the signature, you mm-hmm. get a free pass to go to the uh, family and friends stand-up. Oh, and it, it was it was free, dude. Like, you know, you only have to pay for your drinks, but, like, you know, you buy the DVD, you get a free ticket. So um, I actually took my mom with me, and I we even bought a chocolate cake for Fluffy. Yeah, his, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, because, you know, the whole thing. But um, we had fucking, uh, what's his name? Martin. Martin even, like, did a stand-up, and we were all laughing. But he was he was um, not on the racy side, but more on the sexist side of things. Mm-hmm, yeah. And one of his ones, he's like, fuck that. I'll give you 50 shades of red. Um, I can't remember all of it, but, you know, he's talking about, Slapping that ass and all that kind of shit. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Dirty talk. And uh, they, Martin was like, what's great about Fluffy Dude is that he freestyles most of the time, as, um, mm-hmm. from what I'm aware of, because um, he was starting to take requests with Martin. He's like, all right, some of these people up here, ask us some questions. And we'll give you some real Martin answers. Some one lady, she just went up and said, how do you stop your husband from cheating on you? And she's like looking at the guy. <laughs> and uh, we're like, oh, fuck, this is serious. And, Martin, he's like, man, fuck that bitch together. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's a good response because it's funny. And you're also like, you know, just moving that issue aside for your own personal yeah, time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but it was fantastic. Um, but see, that's the thing, man. Like with when it's comedy and you're going in there knowing it's comedy, that's one thing. Um, that is, that is different. Whereas, you know, the whole Dave Chappelle thing, it may have not been introduced like that right right yeah and so i can agree you know with daniel and all that i I could say it's 50 50 you know but yeah that's just my opinion i'm 50 50 on it i can't really make a decision on because that man yeah they squashed it within a minute they squashed it so it's like you know it's not that big of a deal at that point to me yeah same i agree so uh yeah damn that was actually a long conversation (laughs) yeah for sure uh well, I don't know what else to talk about. I mean, we talked about the shit. No, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, was the Facebook gaming thing? Okay. Um, so my wife and her cousins mm-hmm. and her friends—they all want to. I'm playing. Uh, don't starve together with them, right? Okay. And uh, I tried it and I like it. No, I I still do. It's just that. The time zones kill me, dude. Because mm-hmm, you have right. you have friends in the Middle East, you got friends in the Philippines, friends up in Canada, and we're expected to stay up late at night to play them. And it's like me, I can't do that shit nowadays because I got a fucking job. Right. I mean, I love to play it. Really, I do. It's just that I wish I had time during the day here in Texas or in the States, let alone, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But uh, they're talking about doing some Facebook stuff. And I'm like, didn't you mention something about how it's different from 
uh, what was it, Twitch? Like, what yeah. are the two differences and what makes it, like, what makes good and what's the other one? Um, I like Twitch a lot more. Um, I think that Twitch is a little bit more... Man, I don't even know. Like, so yeah, I've I've done both actually. I've so I've streamed on both. Um, I will say that Facebook's a little easier to get into as far as like if you're trying to get a goal of, um, like getting affiliated with with Facebook, which means like now you are able to get stars, which is their version of money. So people can give you that money. You can get there faster. Um, the bar is lower to like get entry into some of their more exclusive, uh, groups and stuff like that. Um, so that's why Facebook is really good. Um, but I will say the really, the big downside and where I would say that Twitch takes over and kind of goes from there is that Twitch is already a really flushed out company, right? It, Amazon owns Twitch. They have the yep. full backing of Amazon uh, they do Twitch Prime subs where you can get money for people who have Twitch Prime or who have a uh, Amazon Prime. Um, basically, they give you a free subscription a month, so you can give your free subscription to any person, and they get a chunk of money from your your Amazon Prime every month. Um, and then also, they're a little bit more loose with content as it goes. So Facebook right now is really strictly all about gaming um it there's no really no room for you to like stop your uh to stop your streaming like w- like a lot of times you want to make it like a show right so you want to entertain your guests you want to stop and talk to people talk to chat um and maybe you want to like incorporate different things so you want to incorporate like a video you saw on youtube or uh you know a song that you wrote or something like that twitch makes it really easy for you to like not just be a gamer but like to be entertaining all the way around and do different things whereas facebook is like keep your content on gaming don't do pre-rolls don't do post rolls um don't basically don't do anything besides gaming and then also they're extremely strict on the music side of it as well so a lot of people on twitch like to play music while they're streaming Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook will completely like take you down for that. So if they see hear any copyrighted music at all, they will shut your stuff down. Like that's just how it goes. Um, and they do the same thing on Twitch, but it's not during your stream; it's after your stream. Got it. So a lot of times, what people on Twitch do is like they'll either play it really quietly in the background while they're playing, so you could barely hear what the song is. Um, and then sometimes you can get away with it. Um, or they'll do it during like, um, like talking times. So, you know, maybe it's incentive for you to be there on their scheduled stream time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I know there's one guy I know who does like, he'll stream Fortnite as he's playing Fortnite. He'll have the music off. He'll concentrate on just playing the game, um, talking to chat and playing, And then after his round is over or that, you know, whatever that's over, he'll put music on. He'll talk to chat, answer questions like like, you know, do like little Q&A stuff. And it makes it entertaining, interactive for those people. Um, And he plays for like, I mean, he plays for like eight to 12 hours. Damn. Um, So 
sometimes too, he'll be like, oh, you know, I just ordered lunch. Uh, they're dropping it off right now. He'll get his lunch and he'll go on YouTube, on Twitch and like they'll watch videos together. So they'll watch like really funny videos. Uh, they'll watch like, you know, try not to laugh compilations or like daily dose of internet, stuff like that. And so it makes it extremely interactive, which is something you cannot do on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But Twitch is like flooded with with so many people now that it's kind of you really, 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 really have to be on your grind all the time in order to make any sort of impact on Twitch. Yeah, that's true. I know that's why some people have a uh, Twitch houses or like streaming houses. Yes. Like they all yeah. just gang up together and just start streaming. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that's a really big uh, occurrence that's happening now is like um, all these Twitch would basically the individual have their own individual Twitch channels. Um, obviously everybody in the household, you know, share the fan base or support the other person, which gives you a built in viewership, right? Like, you know, maybe somebody's a little bit more popular than you, then, you know, they can share their viewership with you. Um, and then on the flip side of that as well, to cultivate even more entertainment, they'll do a middle channel, which is like the entire stream houses channel, And they'll play games like board games together or they'll play just different games um, and sort of cultivate that membership as they go. So, dude, it's just like nonstop grind. Like if you go into this business, you want to make sure that you have a schedule. Um, You want to make sure that you don't flake on people. You want to make sure that, you know, people understand how long you're going to be streaming for. So it's not a guest to them. You know what I mean? Um, You want to be reliable um, and be dynamic. You just got to treat it like it's a job, basically. Yes, 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 yes. If you really have any passions of wanting to go into the, in that direction, you definitely want to make sure you treat it like it's a nine-to-five job. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But you're still doing it too, yeah? Um, I'm not currently, no. Just because um, back in was November is when I quit my job. Mm. And then... I was really focusing on, I was focusing on streaming then, streaming and doing like my freelance stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it was, it got really hard with the freelance stuff because that was like, it wasn't just a nine to five anymore. It was like my own personal business. Like I had to be on it all the time, every day. Um, and then it, it, it just took up all my time. So I kind of stopped and then I got a new job. Um, and I kind of had to build my infrastructure back up little by little. I want to do it. And people have actually told me they want me to do it again. Um, that they enjoyed it and they they want me to get back into it. So I'm probably going to try to start here again soon. Uh, but I kind of had to take like a a little break from that for the time being. I got you. Yeah, I remember I was watching yours and it was freaking hilarious one day. Because you just kept on adding. Uh, I don't know how you did it. But you're just throwing like little. Uh, I don't know, like, a, what do you call those things, man? You're just th- dropping a button on a pad, and you're just like, bro. And it's like, bro, bro. Like, you just kept on pressing yeah. out. I, don't, I can't remember all of it, but I just remember, like, what you were saying at that time was just making me laugh my ass off. Right, right, yeah. And right. and that's the other thing, too, is that, like, um, you don't necessarily need to, like, really do anything special, but you want to, like... I see the the top people, the top people who have, um, you know, fan bases, they have themes to their show and they have um, things that go along with it. And so 
yeah. I started to kind of cultivate that as I was going along and it seemed to be working out uh, just kind of timing wise. Things were kind of off, but um, you know, when, when somebody like subscribes or likes, likes the channel, um, you know, somebody might say, welcome to the family or somebody might say, you know, welcome to the, the kingdom of legends or like they sort of cultivate a little fan base, like, or like community and kind of build from there. So, yeah. It's like they have it as a TV show or like a, a, a TV show, a, uh, what do you call those things, man? Yeah, like a radio show or something. Like, yeah, they try to make it professional, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like, you know yeah. how Oprah would be like, welcome to Oprah Winfrey show and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. It's like, it's like that, basically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I could see that happening because, like, you know, the more people get into it, the more you want to have something that identifies it mm -hmm. out of all the out of all the rest, you know? And that's yeah. actually one thing, Um, like, the intro for this, like, I love it. It gets me hyped up, and I, mm -hmm. I just like it a lot. Um, yeah. And, yeah, because, you know, just if you can find that niche, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And and like you said, it, it's a a grind every day. Like for mm -hmm. for your average little streamer, like you might probably get a viewer count of like one or two a night. And you're talking about some of these people do it five days out of the week. Um, and you'll be working for. I mean, some people obviously hit it a little bit faster because of maybe they just have that charisma. Maybe they just are able to talk to the camera a little bit easier than some other people because that's a big thing too is like when someone gets onto your channel to see you play games, they are expecting something and their expectation is from other streamers, right? So uh, right away, a professional streamer just has that comfortability with speaking to people or with curating content on the fly, whereas you as a new person probably are not. You have to be comfortable with talking to a camera that has no one really watching it and uh, being consistent. And so when people get in there, your job is to get the attention of those one or two people and just keep cultivating, cultivating, cultivating. And when I was on there, um, the the big goal is to become partner on Twitch. Because once you become partner, um, you get invited to certain exclusive events. You uh, get... Uh, revenue from ad breaks you get um, the option to get subscription service so you can offer subscriptions to people um, and give them like exclusive stickers and events and stuff like that so uh, it your revenue stream grows like in triples by that point so yeah that sounds like a huge grind man you weren't kidding it's, it is it's a it's a huge I mean some of these people have been doing it for multiple years I mean like decades or a yeah. decade at least. I mean, I wouldn't say decades. It's like multiple, but like at least a decade. Some of these people have been doing it. Yep. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure to tell my wife that. Like, or she <laughs> could just listen to this. Which is kind of funny because she said, um, make sure you don't talk about me. And then sure enough, this whole podcast has been kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's gen it's good general information for anyone, right? Not, not just her, but people really want to get into the industry and the business of like streaming and stuff. And um, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think that people should know, like, yo, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that there's a lot of grinding that has to happen. And it literally is a job. Like at one point, you know, I was doing really like pretty good. Like 
my weekly streams would get like five or six average viewers and it doesn't sound like a lot. It really doesn't, mm -hmm. but it's actually for somebody who's brand new. I'd been doing it for maybe a month or two at that point. Um, went from like zero to I think 21 followers at that point. Um, like within the span of a couple months is, is a pretty good feat. I mean, if you're making progress within the first few months, then you're doing something right. Um, so I think it's a good conversation to have with anyone if they want to do it. But I even had to sit down with like Crystal and be like, uh, you can't bother me during, <laughs> during some of these broadcasts mm -hmm. because it's <clears throat> distracting to other people, right? Like my attention is supposed to be on the game and supposed to be on the chat. And you're over here talking to me about like, oh, what are you doing? Or like, what's this, that going on? <laughs> like, oh, hey, what are we going to get for dinner? Like, it can't be like that. Like, you can't expect me to go to your job and do that, right? Yeah. So why would you do it while I'm trying to like make this a job? And so. Yeah. Yeah. This, well, there's definitely people like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. It could be funny at the same time though. I think it's funny, but I, what I told her too is like, look, if you want to talk to me, then I'm going to get you a mic hey. and, and you talk into that mic and, and blah, blah, blah. And say, no, you know, I don't want to do that. <laughs> blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well then it, because the thing is, is that like either you're part of this world, this community that I'm building or you're not right. Yep. So like, cause it can't be half, it can't be halfway. Like you can't just like. Cause I, I even put her on, on camera once, like she was playing black ops and like playing around when it first came out. I did a 24, a 24 hour stream basically, or no, it was a 12 hour stream. I did a 12 hour stream. So I streamed for 12 hours straight. I took a day off from work. A game just came out. I was playing like all day for 12 hours. Like, uh, I had been rated by like 30 people. So at one point I had 30 people watching me at the same time. It was nuts. Like it was really, really nuts. Um, and she was like talking and stuff I'm like, let, let, get on. And she was on camera and people enjoyed it and stuff. But like, if you're going to constantly be talking or be a part of something, you have to be part of the group. You can't just do yeah. it halfway. Like it has to, you have to be a part of the community. Cause I even told her, I was like, if you're going to talk to me, if you want to play these two player games, things like that, we'll, we'll look at buying you a computer. We'll look at buying you a headset, a webcam, blah, blah, blah. It has to be the whole thing. I can't, I can't turn my attention away from the main job and then you know support yeah. you at that point so you can't yeah half-ass it yeah for sure yep yeah dude that's what's up yeah uh, um shit what else is there to talk about um did you see any other movies oh that's right i saw uh i didn't or taken by plain sight what's it called oh in plain sight uh, yeah what we talked about last week i saw that and yeah, that that family man. Stupid. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's no I, way I'm around to, it. I'm trying to find a nice word, but fucking stupid. Yeah, really dumb. And how you know out of all the things that made you want to cheat on your wife, why cheated on a guy? Like <laughs> and I don't know, man. Like you know, at first I was just like smacking my forehead, like, God damn these people. And at the same time, I'm just like, damn, I feel sorry for these people. It's like, I can't give too much shit about it, but it's just, I got to because it's just so idiotic. Mm -hmm, I know. It seems fake, right? Yeah. And it's 
something like this finds really too hard to believe that's true. But like as the guy explains, like, well, we didn't know what a child molester was back in those days. And <laughs> yeah. it was kind of a neighborhood where you could just leave your front door unlocked. And I'm just like, oh, God. Well, yeah. And yeah, well, in some reality, in reality, that can be the case. Because, you know, when you're thinking in today's mindset, that shit won't slide with anyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But back in those days, like, what was it, 60s? I want to say 70s. Uh, I think it was, yeah, like 60s or 70s. There was 70s, yeah. I think. Yeah, so it's just like, damn, you know, I got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because, yeah, that shit wasn't as, uh, uh, what do you, what do you want to call it? Not a norm. God, no, but. It not everyone was aware of those kind of things in that time frame, right? Yeah, you know. Um, but shit, and there's the even the the brother of the of the dude he was basically saying, "Oh yeah, my my brother just loved little girls and blah blah blah." And like, yeah. oh, he was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he, he knew like, he about knew. this. Yeah, he, he knew. knew about this, and you just just what back up your brother like what the hell dude and well i think i think what he was trying to say is that he had never explicitly saw that happening because i think mm-hmm. he even said at one point he's like if i would ever see my brother do that like i would like like he said i'll knock his teeth out or something like that mm-hmm. um but he's like but i had a feeling that yeah he was like this I and mean, he always liked young girls and blah, blah blah which he was basically saying like i knew this probably was happening but i never saw it so i never did anything but also, like, his brother even helped him get out of jail from Mexico. Right, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what? I don't know. Uh, it was just, it was such a pain, a pain to watch this thing, man. Yeah, it was It was rough. It was very rough. I can see where you're coming from. I was just like, oh, God, what, what the <laughs> fuck, man? What? This is, like, the worst movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, some uh, good entertainment, though. That's why I wanted you to see it. Yeah, and I was gonna watch a uh, fire, but then I got so uh, uh, sidetracked with uh, what was it, Kid Kalufa, or Kid Kid Kalufu, or basically Manny Pacquiao's movie. Oh, okay. Kid I Kulafu, that. I think it's Kulafu. Oh, okay. But anyways, it's basically how um, he started out boxing, which was I liked it, I really did, and then like I was watching it with my wife, and um, I was like, "What do you think?" She's like, "What the fuck." Like what? Are you, what? Wait, what's wrong? It's all Tagalog. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Because basically, we all know that, um, or me and her at least, we know that Manny Pacquiao grew up in Mindanao, which is in the south, which the dialect is Bisaya. Mm-hmm. And so she was thinking that oh they were just gonna speak Bisaya for the movie, but instead it's Tagalog. But it makes sense because it is like a countrywide unified language. <clears throat> so it makes sense that. You know, the movie was in Bisaya, or in uh, Tagalog. There were some words thrown in there that was Bisaya, like phrases and shit like that. But you see the beginning, and I'm just like, damn, dude, we were there. Right. We were there in Book It None. Like, we saw the the pineapple fields and all that stuff in the mountains. And I didn't realize they still had those troubles way back then. Because, you know, when we were there, there were, like, there were posters basically saying, have you seen these people? And these are all different terrorists and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And even back in the 90s, like they, or in the 80s, they had that problem too. You know, just rebels and like the military and basically how people were just having, they were just caught in the crossfire, you know, living up in the mountain. Mm. And, you know, uh, it shows later on how Manny found boxing 
and he was training for it. And then he also moved to Manila for more training. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, I got so distracted with that. I was like, ah, Fire or Manny Pacquiao movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it makes sense. But I am gonna watch it for sure. Uh, between next podcast, so that way we can talk about that if you want. Cool. And, uh, you saw Captain Marvel yet? <laughs> um, some of it. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna ask. But uh, okay, cool. You saw some of it. So with the some of it that you saw, <laughs> how was it? Um, slow, right? It was actually yeah. As I was gonna say, it was pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Like I started to get kind of antsy. <laughs> watching yeah. it and i was like uh, like i need some story or action like now I, I'll, I'll say it's my fault that i probably am that antsy though is because like i haven't like every time they put out a marvel movie i don't go and rush and see it right so i'll see it like a few like a month later or whatever um and it kind of takes you out of the experience right like if i watched the Marvel movies as they came out, I'd probably be more excited. Uh, but I kind of lazily am like falling out of like the whole superhero genre of movies. Mm-hmm. And so it was slow, but I could see how entertaining it could be. And the story seems kind of interesting. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll but, press on. Well, maybe in the other, some of it that you didn't see, <laughs> 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 that's probably where all the action was. Yeah, for sure. So, Right on, man. Uh, damn, really don't know what else. I think uh, we talked about the Girl Scout cookies. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. How those are basically crack. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about streaming. We yep. talked about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle really took a lot of time for us because that was also like, what do you call like uh, small bullet points of like, you know, words and things to not say anymore. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that took a good chunk. Uh, we recapped on some movies that we saw. Uh, I think it might be a good time to cut it off. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's good. And we also talked about how we uh, want to be buried. Or not not buried, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. I'm still deciding. I mean, I'm not going to die. Well, I can't say that. I don't. You never know what might happen, man. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, <laughs> don't say that. Yeah, don't. I shouldn't be saying that. Uh, I remember one time... Uh, Oh man, there's a crazy story behind this, but hey, we got five more minutes. So I remember one of my ex-girlfriends, her mom uh, had a seizure in a car. So she was with her mom, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, and her younger sister. And they all got in a car crash. Unfortunately, the mom didn't make it. Um, I went to go see them. I gave them, you know, my condolences. I went to the funeral and all that stuff. And uh, the younger girl younger sister she was so depressed and like you know turning it starting to turn a little down in life and i told him yeah i'll be back tomorrow don't worry i'll be back and she's like you can't promise that uh i was silent i didn't know what to say he's like yeah like that was really stupid of me to say (laughs) oh yeah i'll I'll be back don't worry i'll see you all tomorrow it's like you can't promise tomorrow i'm like oh shit uh, I, I don't know. I fucked up on that part. So I, I shouldn't be saying that either. Like, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but I'm pretty yeah, sure I'll be okay for a time, week. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it's, it's like a basic thing for people to say. Like, 
I understand why she said it that way, but like, I don't know. Yeah, my life is full of awkward things like that sometimes, man. I feel it's, you. Uh, but uh, damn it, that was a bad note to leave this podcast on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah i'm gonna uh i'm gonna also see i don't know if you're interested in seeing it or if you need movie suggestions but uh i'm hoping saturday or sunday i can see the movie called us us oh yeah dude i want to see so, that show. so if you want if you happen to see it we can talk about it next week sure. yes next week and actually what that comes out on friday right um, I think it comes out Thursday, I want to say. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. I think, I think. Then we should it definitely, is. like, try to see it, like, the day of, or, like, the day it's released. We'll yeah, yeah, it. I want I want to see it as soon as possible, actually. Let me, let me double check here. Alright. Uh, check out a schedule. The schedule. Uh, the... Yeah, thirty twenty uh, first Thursday. Oh shit! Hell yeah, man! And I'm off. Yeah. I'm off Friday and Saturday, so I can definitely see it when I get off on Thursday. I'm down for that. Sweet. I'm super okay. down because okay. um, I realized I need to start enjoying my weekends, or better yet, when I have my one day off. Like today's my one day off, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to sleep in, which I did, but then I realized, oh fuck, I gotta take my wife out to go out and do something. Otherwise, she's, I'm gonna hear it later. gotcha got it it's you know so i had to cram all that shit i wanted to do in two days into one day so for sure gotcha (laughs) we'll talk about that next podcast (laughs) next podcast (laughs) thanks guys yeah Yeah. thanks everyone see y'all next week